You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. Welcome to Around the Arena's Kiama Community Radio sports program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. A few weeks back, I spoke with David Griffin about how the Kiama Surf Club was preparing for the upcoming season. So I thought this week I'd go to Jones's Beach and witness their Nipper program and ask how the club's travelling with respect to patrolling the beach and their Nipper program. I was lucky enough to catch up with Josh Douglas, a long-time member of the club. Here is what we talked about. So a couple of weeks ago I caught up with the Kiama Surf Club. They were having an open day and it was all about preparing the year for nippers. This morning I'm at Jones Beach, I'm talking to Josh Douglas. Josh, a long-time servant here at the club, done some fantastic work. It's a big morning, they've got, oh, I don't know, a couple of hundred little nippers getting around here on the beach. They've got the surf patrol up, ready to go. So welcome to Kiama Community Radio, Josh. Thank you. So Josh, you're starting off the year, lots of numbers. Yeah, we started a couple of weeks ago for patrols. Nippers started last weekend with a, a big event down at the river. Um, at the moment, I think we've got about 180 registered nippers, and there's more came in today, so they're, they're coming in. Isn't that terrific? Now, what, let's let's go back to patrolling. Plenty of people to patrol. That I mean, that's the core function of the of the, uh, of the club. You bring the nippers through to, to be able to uh, patrol down here on the beach. So, how's all that going? Yeah, going well. We've got nine patrols again this season between five to about 12 in each patrol. So we've got just over 100 patrolling members. I mean, it's really good. A lot of them are nipper families, which is great. And they've either got kids in nippers or have had kids in nippers and are coming through to patrols. So, yeah, it is really uh, a family-based community out here at Climber Downs. It, it works well. Yeah, so talk to me about, about the nippers then. What activities do they actually do? They, you, you start them off young and, and uh, I think it's about 6 through to 14. Tell me about that. Yeah, so the, the kids uh, need to be five to start nippers so as soon as they turn five they can join in the activities so the age groups are from under six up to under 14s where they then join patrols hopefully but yeah at at the lower grades they they run around the beach they just stay on the edge of the water just to get them used to the waves they learn about how the waves work and how to be to be safe and have fun in the waves and as we go up and they get onto swims out the back to the the smaller boards just to get them used to catching waves with the boards and then they move right up to the long boards once they're in the under-13s, 14s, which is very similar to a rescue board, so preparing them for future patrols. And Kyma Downs, you're, you're national champions at, at ducks, at rubber ducks. Yes, uh, um, long-term time running with uh, IRBs, which is great in this club. Uh, I think the first Aussie Nationals was back in the 90s, early 90s, where we won Australian championships for that, and still going strong today. We've run state uh, quite a few years in a row now, the New South Wales Surf Premiership season, and that's a four-round uh, set of carnivals uh, each year. Again, we've won, we've come out top on that. Our, our team numbers have did shrink a little bit, but the, the skill base is still there, and they're still able to perform quite well in that. You certainly punch above your weight there in the in the ducks. I mean, really, it's only quite a small club, and you're up against some of the best in in Australia and and the world actually. But um, yeah, no, that's fantastic. So, Josh. Congratulations, you're up and running again this year. You do a magnificent job here, so I wish you well. The community really appreciates what you do, and thank you very much for talking to me this morning on Kaima Community Radio. Pleasure, mate. Hope to talk again soon. KCR, Kaima Community Radio.org.
for the community by the community. During last week's program, where I spoke with Bill Peters about the Australian T20 World Cup cricket team's prospects, I raised a concern I had about the team's preparedness and composition for the tournament. Here's what I said. So today I'm talking to my favourite, absolute favourite cricketing expert, Bill Peters. I really love catching up with Bill to find out what's happening in cricket. So welcome, Bill, to Kaima Community Radio. No worries, Glenn. I wouldn't call myself an expert. Uh, I know it all sometimes, but there's generally more wrong than right. Well, I, I really value your input, Bill, so thanks for joining us. But firstly, let's talk about the T20, the World Cup. Australia's uh, Australia, in my opinion, it's only my opinion, they're the reigning champions, but I don't know if they're ready for this. They, they don't seem to be settled from where I sit. As far as I know, they're, the captaincy's up for grabs. You don't know who's in the side. Steve Smith may be in, may not be in. What's happening, Bill? <laughs> well, I think our bowling's pretty set. I don't think you have to worry too much about that. You've got the, the big three and the pace bowlers and Adam Zamp with the spin. I don't think our bowling's under any question. But, yeah, the, the batting's sort of up in the air a bit. I think they're showing faith with the guys who did the job for them last year in winning it. And I must admit, I'm hesitant about it. I can't understand how, as far as I'm concerned, the best batsman in the world can't make the top seven in the Australian T20 team. That seems very strange. We seem to have stacked a lot of all-rounders in here. None of our all-rounders seem to be scoring many runs. But then again, neither does the captain. So <laughs> I, don't know what the, I don't know what the answer is. I think the selectors are pretty much just going with the, the same team in the hope that they can come good at the right time. I think the interview with Bill shows that this program is pretty much on the pace when it comes to sport. I too hope the Australians can regroup because they're up against Sri Lanka on Tuesday and another loss could see them in real trouble. And here's another example of why I believe this program is right up on the pace when it comes to sport. Last week I talked about the Australian Rugby League World Cup team thrashing Fiji in their opening match. I said a highlight for me was the Josh Adokar try. And I also said it wasn't the fact that Josh scored the try, it was the fact that I think we've unearthed the fastest rugby league referee in the world. Well, if you look on YouTube or any of the socials now, you can find that. Everyone's talking about the fastest rugby league referee in the world. Why not have a look? Just go to YouTube and search on Fastest Rugby League Referee of the World. And finally, I'm never surprised at the extraordinary achievements of our local athletes. So here's another story which is unfolding. A story I hope you follow and a story that inspires you as much as it has inspired me. The Point to Pinnacle Half Marathon reputedly the toughest half marathon in the world, will be held on the 30th of November in Hobart. The event commences at the Rest Point Casino in Hobart and finishes at the top of Mount Wellington. I've been to Hobart and I've driven up Mount Wellington. And by golly, what a drive. Amongst the field will be a young man who has and is still overcoming a serious life experience which saw him become a paraplegic in 2008 when he broke his back in a motocross accident. Mitch Swan has recovered somewhat to a point where he will walk the half marathon to raise money for the Perry Cross Foundation, an organisation which supports research into spinal injuries. Why not look up Mitch's story on YouTube? 
or on the point-to-point website. And after you have, why not kick the tin to help Mitch raise funds for spinal injury research? And remember, you can now catch this program as a podcast or when it's streamed on a Monday at 5pm, Tuesday at 2pm or on Saturday at 11am. That's all I have time for this week. But if you'd like your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kaima Community Radio.